Hey guys, it's Sanbu. Guess the Quran is all going smooth for you guys. And today I'm gonna catch up with you on this trying force of existence. Alright. Something we call happiness. The sense of satisfaction, the sense of contentment. Everything we do, it kind of spirals down to happiness, right? Like, you know, even if you're gonna make a troll video of what I'm talking, it's gonna be out of happiness. And yeah, I'm aware of the fact that it happens is a very subjective term, like, you know, for example, uh, one person might find himself, himself walking into a room and solving mass for 24 hours, that might be happiness to him. And for the other, it could be like, you know, going out on the roads, talking to me, pe- new people, gaining new experiences. Like, it's like a very varied scope of things, right? So, what do I want to talk about happiness exactly? Here is, I just want to open up a new multitude of possibilities of happiness that you could experience get that i mean everything you take like you know everything you take about life it's an infinity like say for example you are in this room look at the fan how many fans are in this world infinite how many tube lights are in this world infinite how many switches are in this world infinite right so when it's everything when everything is infinite then think about the different kinds of happiness you could experience in life right so yeah and uh, getting in straight i'm gonna make this bifurcation between pleasure and gratification or in words of aristotle i would say the hedonic versus the eudaimonic happiness so hedonic happiness is something which is chemically so when I say hedonic happiness, it's a chemically induced happiness. Which means you feel the happiness only as long as the chemical stays inside your body, aka neurotransmitters. So uh, everything right from a good career, food, sex, fame, relationships, chemical drugs, everything comes inside this hedonic one. And the eudaimonic one is the one which is not chemically induced one which comes to you through the process of self-actualization which i'll be talking about in the next few episodes so what i want you to note here is this hedonic one is an impulsive one and uh, it just stays only as long as the chemical and once the chemical goes it's gonna make you want it want for it again you know like you want to keep consuming it until and unless your whole it activates the satiety cycle in your brain and tells you to stop you can't take it more physically paid for it or sex or the drugs right and the other hand the eudaimonic one doesn't require anything all right it just requires your being your existence you just be high and existing just looking at you know looking at this hallucination like imagine everything around you is an hallucination how would life be you know that's that's kind of the eudaimonic one okay so here we are gonna try to do a thought experiment okay so for that i want you to 
think of the long term goals and careers like your plans for your life and i just want you to put them into the eudaimonic one and the hedonic one all right so when you think of an activity of happiness like any activity which might give you happiness like take anything okay about in your life which you love the most which you want to become like something of that sort and i want you to look at these three things which is the duration of happiness how long it's going to last to the cost of getting it like how much of your energy how much of your work is it going to take and three the long term consequences of it like you know what happens if you do it again and again is it going to affect you in a positive manner or is it going to affect you in a negative manner the psychology of it all right so i want you to think about three things and then i always want you to put them into the hedonic and the eudaimonic basket and here i'm going to give you a spectrum of happiness which starts with the hedonic one on the left corner and the eudaimonic one on the right and uh, so what i want you to note here is this hedonic one is an impulsive one and uh, it just stays only as long as the chemical and once the chemical goes it's going to make you want it want for it again you know like till you want to keep consuming it until and unless your whole it activates the satiety cycle in your brain and tells you to stop you can't take it more physically paid for it or sex or the drugs right and the other hand the eudaimonic one doesn't require anything all right it just requires your being your existence you just be high in existing just looking at you know looking at this hallucination like imagine everything around you is an hallucination how would life be you know that's that's kind of the eudaimonic well now let's do a thought experimental right um i want you to pick out on an activity that you might think which gave you happiness few years from now all right you might be an engineer you might be a doctor you might be an artist okay so now that you have picked out on the activities let's try to put them on a spectrum of happiness from the hedonic one on the left corner to the eudaimonic one on the right one all right so uh, the hedonic one which is the chemically induced one um it starts with a food partying drinking and uh, next comes beauty now a lot of people tend to get caught upon on this beauty and women are more vulnerable to this because they are more often judged based on the looks and what they have found is happiness anything which like right from makeup any act of uh you know trying to do something which makes you look better it doesn't give you fulfillment the inner fulfillment and studies show that people who are beautiful are rather more miserable and also it says that the physical people the phys- more the more physically attractive people experience a level of happiness no more than an average person or a below average looking person and uh, next comes money 
a lot of people get caught on this as well many intelligent people like ceos the entrepreneurs they all get caught in that they think money is going to get them all you know but what money can actually do is get more of you this more of this heroic thing to you it might give you more drugs food partying and buy things related to beauty etc but what research shows that is people who have a primary goal as getting more money are the most frustrated people all right and next comes shopping shopping seems like it's going to give you some happiness but getting a new tv or food or clothing it's so shallow it's like uh it doesn't give you a higher level of fulfillment it's like it lasts for a very short time okay and uh next comes media and entertainment i don't think i want to tell about the kind of content which is in media these days most of them are cheap and free but what it does is it makes an opportunity cost like it takes you away from a lot of other good things which you could be doing on your life and you know it could just make you deviate from it and it need needless to say the average mode of a person ha watching tv for a long term is mild depression right it thinks that you're happy but what it's doing actually is rotting your soul in and out so the next thing is fame and status and it's more like chasing money because um once you get to that point you'll get used to it and uh, you'll be like okay now i have money fame and status what do i do with it like what do i do with people knowing me how do how how do i materialize that you just get hung there okay so the next one is spawn and sex so how much of your activities in life were focused towards having more sex i mean porn of course you can get easily but how much of your time do you put in to attract other people now this takes us to the next one validation from other people how much of your time and life do you take in trying to compromise others expecting the validation from them think about it the next one is the romantic infatuation the one which is in its first six months of a relationship where you are always excited you know the other thing is this dies off and that's the last thing so these makes up the first third of the happiness spectrum so that makes up the first third of the happiness spectrum so i'm not going to tell you get devoid of all these okay what i'm trying is okay these makes up the first half okay okay you are happy when you get chemicals but what are the other other forms of happiness how other ways you could get happiness without you know depending on your chemicals so what are you going to try is to make all these things which you pointed on your heroic side try convert them into the eudaimonic side and even if you try to bring into the middle third it's like a great achievement all right so now that gets to the middle middle third and these include the first one the exercise 
not for the beauty, not to get biceps and triceps, but to take care of your body, to be able to do everything you can, you wish to do, to be flexible about your body. That's the first thing. The next one is creating intimate friendships and family. And when I say intimate, it doesn't mean the shallow, gossipy type friendships. It's like the real intimate ones where you have deeper connections and bonding with the people. And the next one is the companion love. So this love is the one which comes after the first six months of your uh, initial relationship. So this is this comes at the cost of you know the bonding, the deeper bonding, the more you get to know each other. That chips in. So now this gets to the third side of the happiness spectrum, which is the eudaimonic side, the most interesting side, which doesn't depend on any chemicals to keep you happy. Awesome, right? So the first one is learning and education. And it's not the ones which you do in the school and the college, but the ones which you're genuinely curious about in life, that type of learning and education. So the next one is the workflow. Does the work you do create a flow for yourself? Do you take pride in the work you're doing? Pride as in not with respect to others, but with respect to yourself. I mean, if you were to choose one work which you would do for the rest of your life without getting bored, I mean, there would be nothing of that sort, obviously. But right now, if you were to choose one thing of that sort, what would it be? Is it the one you're doing right now? Does it totally engage you to the point that the pain you take in doing that doesn't feel like a pain anymore because you love it already? And the next one is the inner development. This has got more to do with your self-acceptance. Accepting yourself. Not trying to manipulate your thoughts, emotions. Not trying to deceive yourself of the materialistic world. And all that stuff. The next one is gratitude. So gratitude for what you have in life already. Like look around you, the bird chirping, the fan running, whatever is around you. If you're not going to be gratitude towards this moment in life, then how much of you get in your future, then you're not going to feel gratitude towards them as well. And the next one is contribution. Now, the contribution is not what others feel as a contribution, but what you feel as a contribution to the world. Some source of satisfaction. It could be artwork or, you know, anything like of something like I'm doing, anything of this sort, which moves people. That's the Getting to the climax of the whole episode, the ultimate source of happiness, which doesn't do which doesn't literally require anything for you to make yourself happy. It's just being, just existing, just doing nothing. Now that sounds like a boring idea. I mean, like, seriously, I mean, just sitting there. I mean, that sounds like boring, right? But if you were to look, look back in your life to your happiest moments, the profound moments of your life it's not so flashy but rather the day which you spent in the side of the beach observing the sunset 
you know on the roadside up nearby the tree observing the world around you it was just so beautiful the thing is we changed we just you know get out of that things and move into something different we do know that these things make us happy but we just don't want to stay there we just you know we just rush for things we just get lost in our thoughts we just lose our awareness starting to do a various multitude of things right that's why a lot of people meditate that's why a lot of they just you know they meditate because they just exist just like that they don't need anything existence itself is the most beautiful thing i mean it's a hallucination look around you what's around you is something marvelous something breathtaking so now that you're aware of this what i want you to do is to expand the notion of happiness inside your head that one day when you're bored all bored of all the hedonistic things i want you to come back to this video and look at the eudaimonic things which i have spoken about all right be open to the possibility of experiencing happiness which doesn't require on a chemical anymore okay and make graph of all the things which i said and then try to put the activities which you think might bring you happiness towards years from now and reengineer your goals